This episode of Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone Podcast is brought to you by Conti Fitness and Wellness. The best in fitness, wellness, public speaking, health coaching, and more. Find out promo codes and information at contifitness.net. This episode is also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Create positive change in your life with online health coaching from High Five Health and Fitness. High5healthandfitness.com. And finally, do you want the most optimal health and improved performance in your life, check out Vox Life. They are a company that reduces pain, increases strength, endurance, increases stability, balance, and enhances range of motion, provides for faster reaction times. Check out all the promo codes for insoles, socks, you name it, at twofitcrazies.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how's it going? Doing very well. <laughs> Life is out of control. <laughs> Life is spiraling out of control. And we are awesome. It's fully in control. <laughs> As if this thing's ever been in control. It is not. I think Joe, Joe Rogan said it best. We're talking monkeys on a spinning organic rock. That's why I got to tell my kids when they I'm tell me. I'm the Tasmanian <laughs> devil. I come in as like... <laughs> Like when my kids tell me they're bored, <laughs> I, I'm like, "You're a talking monkey on a spinning organic oh. rock." <laughs> right? Like, That's a lot. To... We're spinning at like what two thousand miles per hour. We don't even know it. Yeah, it's that's a lot for me to wrap my head around right now. I'm trying to get like a whole visual going on here. So yeah, just just sit back and think about that for a yeah, couple moments. There you go. Feel better. So we're coming off a hot episode 84 with Eric Malzone. Tons of fun. He was great. Really good. Tons of information. And he's really getting out there with, you know, with his podcast, with his radio. Um, I mean, Future Fitness Podcast we talked about and also the Fitness Blitz Radio. And he's you know, really kind of got a great story, obviously, of how he, you know, got to where he, you know, is now a very successful kind of, you know, fitness leader in uh, in the online market. Really cool. Yeah, really so, cool. So I'm pumped. I'm really pumped for uh, for him. And I know that, you know, Brian's going to be on the Fli- Fitness Blitz Radio. Yeah, I'm and, booked. I'm booked. And we're actually going to be appearing on the Future of Fitness podcast in that's another right. uh, month or so. So that's really cool. We'll pump out all that information and, you know, definitely check out um, Eric Malzone and what he's up to um, because he's really making waves in the fitness it, world as well. Yeah. There's it's really a, cool. There's just a few ends of this. You know, there's different ends of this fitness business world you know there's the business end of it and he's uh, really throwing himself into it i love it i do too so yeah. definitely check that out and we're moving on today because you are going to hear from the pretty uh pretty amazing danielle green today who has just got awesome energy and again another story i mean right. how she got to you know fitness and nutrition when she came and she said she was like, I was a self-proclaimed like lazy teenager. I never worked out. I wasn't into fitness and then goes on with her father and opens up a CrossFit, a very successful CrossFit nonetheless. And, you know, really tells her story of how fitness and nutrition changed her life. And that is just something I think all, all of us, you know, and all of you listeners can kind of relate to how it's made an impact in your life. I, you know, I, I see this in myself, you know, and, and just in a lot of people, some of the best trainers are the ones that did it that way, right? Not everybody was mm-hmm. the high school athlete who went on to be the college athlete and the strength and conditioning and the exercise science major, like, right, you know, like that career path was so direct. You know, I think that some of the, the better trainers right. uh, are the ones that, that, you know, understand the struggle and and are empathetic to you know to people and and can really help them you know in 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 doing what uh, you know how things can be done. Right. Um, you know, so it's uh, it was a very interesting conversation and uh, and she does a great job for us and uh, she was an in studio she's an in studio guest which mm-hmm. is always fun because there's a lot of energy and uh, we love it. And redeemed my faith in humanity a little bit with CrossFit, with some of the things she was saying. I know that we, you know, we disagree a lot about some of the kind of theories behind CrossFit and what goes on, um, you know, and, and again, for someone like her, who's like, you know what, guess what? I'm not letting my participants pick up any weight until they prove that their form is impeccable. 
Right. That is what we need more of, I think. So that in and of itself, that was, it's kind of refreshing. A little yeah. refreshing to hear that. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So. Yeah, no, no. I mean, look, it's, it's not all bad. It's not all good. It's not all bad. It's just, you know, like, like most everything. And, you know, we're, we're, we, we have our opinions on, on CrossFit and things, and I don't do it, and you don't do it either. Um, but that doesn't make it bad. Uh, you know, it just, and we're, and we're not in it every day. So we honestly don't see the day to day of it. And, you know, there are very good gyms or boxes as it were, uh, that, um, you know, that are doing the right thing. And then there are some that aren't and, uh, you know, and, and, uh, so it's, it's cool. goes it's back cool. to what we say. Keep interviewing the people that you hire Absolutely. and who you go to look, that's look it. at what they're doing. That's it. Yeah. Question everything. Right. Christine Conti. Exactly. Exactly. Words to live by. All right. With that said, we are too thick crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace. Is Christine Conti and I'm Brian Prendergast, and we are two fit crazies and the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm honestly, I'm a little tired. I'm, I'm freaking exhausted. <laughs> it's all good. It's fine. We're good. And you know what? Long weeks. We're grinding, hustling. You know, not looking back because that messes with your neck. When you I learned back. this in yoga class once. You take your bottom lip. And you put it close to your nose as you possibly can. Big breath. And that's it. Now you're good. I wish that was, that a, was a recharge. I wish we were on video for this, which we're starting this well, year, which you know, we haven't done yet, which I don't, why are, why didn't we not do that yet? We'll do What's that the next. Problem? It'll be relaxation techniques with Brian from Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone. I was talking video, not the relaxation No, I know. The video. I'll, oh, show, okay. I'll show you a video of that. It's a, like a bitter a beer face podcast. Okay. Um, yeah, I walked in earlier today and I'm like, I don't know. I just don't know how much more I have to give today. Like, you know, therapy with therapy with Christine, you know, it's, it's it takes its toll sometimes, you know, but, but we got a really, really awesome in studio guest today. Dun, dun, dun. We love in studio because <laughs> we're constantly, you know, zooming and Skyping, you know, all over the world at this point. And, you know, we're actually in the same time zone today. <laughs> You know, like, cause really scheduling, I've been bonkers right now with trying to schedule all these time zones. And I'm like, wait, how many hours behind ahead? And I love it because we're in the same time zone, same town, same coast, same four walls, the sun's rising and setting at the same time. I'm happy. And, um, I'd like to mention the amazing Danielle Green is with us today in the studio. Welcome, Danielle. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, this is great. So, Danielle has got obviously an amazing story, which you heard about in the, uh, in the intro, a little highlights, but, um, we are going to get into this today. And sometimes we just love the story and our listeners love the story. And Danielle's no different. She's got a great story to share with us and, and, uh, her success and her path to, uh, to where you're at at this point in your life. So Danielle, what, um, what's, what's going on? What's, what's new and exciting going on? (laughs) Well, so many new and exciting things. Um, in the past, I'm going to say two years has been kind of like a whirlwind from where I thought I was going to be and what my plan was. And it's changed so many times. And it's just I really believe that everything happens for a reason. And you are where you are. You're supposed to be there every moment. You're good company, Danielle. <laughs> we are where we are, right? We yeah, are all right that's right. Here. Oh my gosh! So, take us to take us to uh, where did you grow up, Danielle? Where are you originally from? I am originally from. I'm originally from New Jersey. I lived in Colorado for a couple years when I was tiny, tiny, and then uh, came back here when I was about four or five, and I've been here ever since. Nice. Yes. So we 
generally talk, you know, fitness, nutrition, wellness, you know, everything, you name it. Um, just, you know, trying to get people to live more quality lives. Now, what I love, and I, you know, I know a little bit about Danielle. She just didn't fall, like we said. She just didn't like end up at the door knocking, you know. <laughs> um, I actually got to meet Danielle because she is also a coach. She's got her hand in the pot at Orange Theory. We've talked about this before, everybody. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, and I met her there, and lots and really, of hands in that pot over you there. You know what? There because is. that it's it's, it's mm, a nice pot. Yeah. Mm, yeah. All right. Yeah. So you know, Brian. Um, but. You know, got to know her a little bit, her story. But what I love is that you were not always into fitness. This was not like your, I want to be a fitness person when I grow up. What the heck was going on in like high school? <laughs> there, like what, what, how did that happen? If you knew me in high school and looked at me now, you would not think that I was the same person. So in high school, I was lazy. I was a pothead. I ate Pop-Tarts, macaroni and cheese. That's pretty much what I lived on. I did not eat any vegetables, fruit, nothing fresh. Um, So I just, I had no interest in taking care of myself physically, mentally, really anything. I just wanted to have a good time, party, and do nothing. I think that resonates with a lot of people. It's like the teenage dream, right? (laughs) And still some people right now, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I got to say, my high school wasn't too far uh, off from that. You know, I did play some high school sports, uh, you know, and, and some of it at a, at a decent level. But for the most part, it was, you know, weed, Pop-Tarts and, and, right. and, and, and booze. And, uh, and I was it wasn't a business uh, uh, endeavor. It was for fun. Yes. Right. Yes. I had fun. I also worked my ass off. However, you all have your ups and downs, you know. I had my other, I had my other ups and downs, but you know, we all have our devices. All right. So, so now going from, you know, no interest, no kind of like crazy background. Now what? Mm. How did I get to where I am? So now now you're like not really into sports and then you went to voc, right? Vocational for what? For hair. So I went for cosmetology and that was one thing that I always did know that I wanted to do. So growing up, all the ladies in my family were in the salon industry, in the beauty industry, hair, nails, you know, whatever it was. So I knew that that's where I wanted to be. I said, okay, let's do hair. I'm going to do hair. So I did vocational. Best thing that I did, um, I started in JCPenney Salon right after high school. I became a master trainer. I loved it. Um, it was it was amazing. I liked that I could make people feel good. That's, that's really looking back now, that immediate gratification where someone sits in your chair and they're like, I want to look like this. I just don't feel great. I want to feel good to, you know, two, three hours later, they're like, Oh my God, I feel so amazing. Thank you so much. So that was, that's what I found. What I was really hooked on was that being able to help people feel good about themselves. So Doing the hair, doing that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, at that point in time, I was still still on the marijuana train. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my friends and I would do that. We would go to 7-Eleven, right? So this was kind of like my turning point. We would go to 7-Eleven. We would get chip witches and the coffee culottes. Remember those? Mm. Oh, we've Vanilla talked about this before. Culottes. Did you ever eat those? The coffee cu- No. Oh it's my like gosh. a frozen. It's so disgustingly delicious. amazing. <laughs> yeah. So Awful bad for delicious. you. When I was in high school, <laughs> yeah, w- the coffee cool, like we'd go out just to, can someone pick me up so we can go to seven <laughs> or on the way back from the beach. Yeah. When I grew up in New York, we get the culottes with the, we were all sunburnt and, you know, and culotte on the Best way home. Best thing ever. Whew, yes. Talking dirty right now. Yes. Right, Sorry. Right. Just kind of. Now let's. Uh, those were probably what, like a thousand calories, and like the tiny ones, something like something crazy. There was so no calories on you. anything back no, then. You didn't care. Yeah, you were flying nope. blind. Yep. So those and chip witches, right? So we would go there, and I went there, and one day with my friend Rob, and I got two chip witches and a coffee colada, <laughs> and I put it down on the counter, and he looked down at me, super tall guy. Looked down at me. He goes, Danielle, really? two of them (laughs) do you think you need to and kind of gave me the look like you're starting to put on a little weight it's like oh my god and then from there i was like maybe i should go to the gym (laughs) so then i signed up for bally's (laughs) and i became a cardio queen 
cardio queen had no idea what I was doing. I would go there. I would walk on the treadmill, do the elliptical run, you know, you know what most people do when they first start in a gym. They just don't know. So from there, I decided, okay, well, I need to figure out what I need to do. I don't want to hire a personal trainer. None of the personal trainers here look great anyway. So let me go and get certified for personal training. So I did that with my sister and that kind of started my interest in becoming fit. Just simply doing it for myself. So still doing hair. Uh, I had a client. His name was Cliff. I believe he was definitely in my life for this reason. He said, oh, wait, you're getting certified in personal training. Well, I want to lose a little bit of weight. If I join the gym that you go to, would you like like train me? Could we like work out together? I said, yeah, sure. So I started training him two times a week. And I think maybe that lasted for, I don't know, like six months to a year, somewhere around there. And he had really good results. I had fun doing it. I learned a lot about, you know, working with somebody in a gym other than myself. Um, And then during that time, my father had, uh, he had gotten his black belt in karate. That was his like ultimate goal. So he achieved that and he's like, all right, well, now I need something else to do. What am I going to do? So he's looking, 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 searching. So he finds CrossFit. He stumbles upon it on YouTube. He's searching (laughs) bears on YouTube, right? (laughs) Totally like nature, man. So the freeze frame was anyone that's familiar with CrossFit back in the day. uh, There was a girl... That was very popular. Her name was Jolie. She was one of the first CrossFit trainers. Okay. You yeah, know yeah, talk yeah, about? yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Exactly. So the freeze frame is her standing in front with a barbell and these two jacked guys behind her. So my dad's like, oh, my God, what is this? <laughs> so he starts watching. It. He's like, Danielle, Danielle, what? check this out. So it was a barbell complex. I was like, that's pretty cool. So he then goes to google crossfit and finds in avon um there was a crossfit and they were having a body weight and kettlebell seminar so he signs up for that he goes he comes back home and he's like oh you gotta check out this this workout it's crazy it's gonna kill you it's two minutes long you gotta try it and me i'm like two minutes long gonna kill me (laughs) so it was called the two minute torture so he puts me through it in our garage at my parents' house. And like within two minutes, I'm like flat on my back on the ground. I'm like, oh my God, what was that? I need to do this. So he suggests, hey, why don't we go and, you know, sign up for a CrossFit certification? Let's get our level one certification and, you know, let's do it together. I'm like, mm, okay. So we did. And that was the start of CrossFit. Welcome, CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to stop you real quick because I have a story. That CrossFit gym that you went to was the very first CrossFit gym in the state of New Jersey. Yes. Is the training room. Yes. And it's in Avon and in Manasquan, and that's where I'm a trainer now. Really? We yeah, are no longer we are no longer a CrossFit affiliate. Um, after a while, they just um, saw. I think the I, I'm not quite sure the exact reason, but I just think they saw a little bit of the way that CrossFit was going, and they were doing a really good thing on the, on the, by themselves. And they are a kettlebell gym. We are a kettlebell gym. And I did two minutes of torture on Monday, and I taught three classes of two minutes of torture on Monday. That very workout. I did it on Monday. How many rounds did you get? Uh, I stopped. I think at twelve. Ooh, that's spicy. Yeah, I think I stopped. No, I stopped at twelve. And I, when I run the classes, I usually run it at 10. You know you how it is. You get different population mm-hmm. in different classes. Some people, I just set it as a 20-minute on just and go. just go as many rounds as you can. Take as long as a break as you want. Yeah. Um, and then other people were two minutes, you know, every yeah. two minutes on the minute, 10 rounds. It's yes. uh, it's solid. It's I a, it's a tough workout. workout. Yeah. Okay. Commence. Go ahead. <laughs> I, <love laughs> I had to get that. that. As soon as you said it, I was like, no way. Right? I started with you guys. <laughs> yeah. So amazing. Um. So where did we go from there? So we went and we had, uh, we did our certification and during that weekend, my dad said, Hey, why don't we, um, you know, just an idea. Why don't we, you know, train a couple people out of the garage? We'll revamp the whole thing. We'll put a squat rack in there. We'll do pull-up bars, kettlebells, you know, we'll get dumbbells and let's just see like what happens. I was like, "Mm -hmm, okay. 
So I started training my husband now, which was my boyfriend at the time. He was real thrilled. <laughs> he was like, oh, great. You're going to train me. <laughs> and one of my best girlfriends, her name was Danielle. And my dad started with two ladies um, that were friends of my mother's. <clears throat> so we started doing that. Within three months, we had no room for our CrossFit classes that we were holding in our garage um, and it was getting cold out. So he's like, what do, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to make this a thing? Do you want to affiliate and get a place? I'm like, um, okay, <laughs> why not? So like, this was never a plan. We were just kind of like, as things were coming towards us, we kind of like decided what we we're going to do. So we found a place on route 88 in brick. It was a small place. It was 1100 square feet. And uh, we made the commitment to become an affiliate of CrossFit. And we opened, I think it was maybe like four months after that. And uh, yeah, it was it was amazing. I was still doing hair at that time. And I think it was two, two years into being a CrossFit affiliate, um, my dad had said, you know, I think you should leave the salon now. You need to do this full time. I can't commit. He does IT work for J&J. Um, you need to be, you know, the face of this all the time. You need to be there all the time. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. I was full time into fitness and couldn't be happier. That's amazing. So now... You're, you're running. So you go from like, I am not interested in anything to <laughs> my chip witches and coffee culottes to now the face of a CrossFit affiliate mm-hmm. running. And now you really are doing everything soup to nuts or what? I mean, what was that like? Um, running your own place now? That's a, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. So thank God that my dad does what he does and he took care of all the back end stuff. It's big. So, it's a big help. Yeah. Because well, me and technology, well, we don't really get along too well. Um, so he would take care of all of that. He took care of the memberships, the emails, the anything that was on the computer he did. And I took care of the clients. Um, signing new people up, doing the intro sessions, training the coaches, doing the programming. So all of that. So we were both doing the things that we were best at, which I mean, in any business is super important. It's a good right? partnership. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then during that time, so like mentally my change from going from the culottes and chip witches and all that stuff and just learning about here and there and becoming certified in CrossFit and then running our own place I was still kind of trying to stay in the party scene because I was still young. I was 27, I think it was. So, I mean, from the time I was 21 until I was 27, I was going out like almost every night. And yeah, it came to the point where, you know, when my dad was like, hey, we're doing this. I was like, all right, you need to like, you know, practice what you're preaching. You can't be telling people you need to eat clean and you know, drink just on the weekends or do things in moderation and you're going balls to the wall Monday through Monday, (laughs) coming into (laughs) class, trying to teach people hungover. So that's when I really started to clean up my act. Um, and then moving forward. So what was the, what did you ask me before? (laughs) I'm like getting off track. It's, I mean, it just seems it's a lot. I mean, that's, that's a lot of, you know, kind of, you know, even though you have your dad, you're still, you know, running. So were you, you were training then people to help you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we got to a point, um, with our membership where, you know, we had to add classes. So my mom was actually the first coach that, you know, did our intern training program. She, after, I guess maybe like a year, she's like, I think I might want to, you know, coach. (laughs) And now my mom is a very quiet, soft-spoken, humble. She's an amazing woman, but she is not ever the person to be like, hey, go lower in that squat. Drop your, you know. So she she needed a lot of work, but she transformed as a person. And it was amazing to see. And every coach that came through our intern training program, it was the same thing. Like they were one person. And then once they started coaching, they found this whole other piece of themselves that they didn't know that they had this new confidence, this new, this new being. Right. 
Um, so training coaches, adding classes, we continue to grow. And then after being at that location for two years, we moved into the Lakewood industrial park, which was like a CrossFit mansion. It was, I believe it was 4,500 square feet. And then it's we a just big warehouse yeah. space. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. It was like heaven. And then, uh, we just really blew up from there. We just kept growing. All right. So then, you know, so you grew and you grew and you grew. And then do you still have this gym? I do not. Okay. I sold it. All right. There you <laughs> Two go. Two years ago. All right. And are they still there? Are they still operational? Yes, Everything is still, they you know, are. So, original members, maybe even from yep. your original, from your original place are yes. still there. Yes. All right. The same coaches. So there's additional coaches now, but all of the coaches that I had trained are still there. I actually ended up selling it to one of my coaches. Okay. Um, my mom still coaches there. There's a handful. Actually, I want to say that the majority of the members from, you know, when I left, they are still there. Plus, you know, a whole smorgasbord of new people. Cool. Give them a shout out. What's the name of it? It is Andare CrossFit and they're in the Lakewood Industrial Park. Okay. On Oberlin Avenue. Amazing. How was it? I mean, that was, you're in the, you know, the, the, the early days of CrossFit really, mm-hmm. so to speak, right? CrossFit is how old now? I mean, it's at most 15 years old, right? I got to think. I remember the first time I heard about it, I got, I was running a, a race and I got what, like a little postcard in the race packet, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like CrossFit and there's, you know, these dudes hulking out, you know, just like you said, and there's ripped dudes with big gigantic muscles. And I think it might've been for the magazine or the website or it was for the website. And it was just one of those things. It's like, what the hell is this? You know, <laughs> here I am going to run a marathon, you know, and they're handing out these things to, for the most part, skinny runners. And, you know, it was just, it was really interesting. And then, you know, that was kind of like when, I don't know, maybe Facebook started coming around too. Okay. you know, like I started picking up on that, on that. And then like, you know, I see my friend down in North Carolina and he's crossfitting and then, you know, I got, you know, friends from around here doing it and it's like, all right, what is this? Everyone's like the last to hit Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Everyone who would tell me about CrossFit, I'm like, yeah, that's, that was called my strength and conditioning coach, like in high school and college right. when I was playing volleyball. Yeah. So for me, when that came out, I was like, yeah, well that's. You know, when I, you know, I was like 35 pounds heavier in college, like hang, clean, push, press, snatch this, you know, deadlifts. And it was, it was Olympics with a clock. It was what I thought was interesting is, you know, for all the people that have never been through, you know, kind of that, that specific training that I think is why it personally, that's why I think it blew up because you weren't put through. I mean, for me, it was like torture when I was younger, you know, but, but they weren't pushed like that. And you know, it was a different mentality, like that tribal mentality that, mm-hmm. and people wanted, and even today, people want to feel like they belong to something. Absolutely. And, and that's what, you know, that was the big thing. Um, talk to me about what, what someone would, would expect if they walked through, like, are you, you know, a lot of times we get, and again, Brian and I, we talk about CrossFit and we, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad going on mm-hmm. and there's good as well. And Absolutely. I think you got great trainers and you're going to give the form and this and that, mm-hmm. but then there's the, you know, everyone's getting hurt and everyone's this. And how do you, you know, how do you address that? Or how, how would you say that? Because now that you've been in it, you started it, you've yeah. done it yourself and now sold it. What, what have you heard or what, I don't know. What do you feel about that? So when we first started it, like Brian said, you know, people were like, what is CrossFit? Because it just wasn't a thing in New Jersey at that time. Um, So CrossFit is amazing. It's functional movements performed at high intensity and constantly varied. So functional movements are going to mimic your everyday life, right? So you were saying Olympic lifting. So you can even look at like a clean and a jerk or a snatch. Those are movements that you would do throughout your day. Not to that extreme with a barbell, (laughs) right? But like if you're moving things in your garden, you have like heavy garden stones, you can do a clean to get it up, right? Or you're going to deadlift it or, you know, whatever that movement is. You're going to squat down to get Tupperware out of your Tupperware cabinet if it is low. Um, so really, if you're doing those movements properly and you have a properly educated coach, then you're safe, right? So what I found as other CrossFits had opened in the area – now. 
let me back up real quick. Mine and my father's number one thing from the get-go was form. So if you came into our CrossFit and it was your first, you know, week, well, we had, um, you know, beginner classes. So you had to go through X amount of beginner classes and you had to pass these little tests that we had for your form. Oh, I love so, that. So, yeah, like if you're that. doing a deadlift with a PVC pipe that doesn't weigh anything and you're not doing it correctly and your back is round, we are not giving you a barbell. There's just no way. Same thing with a squat. If you're squatting with a PVC pipe on your back and you're not squatting properly, your weight's on your toes or your back is round or your chest is falling, your squat is super immature, we're not putting weight on your body to add to that squat. We're going to work on your form. So we never had any clients that got injured from improper form because we just would not let it go there. So as other CrossFits started opening in the area and people were like, oh, my God, CrossFit, you get you get hurt. This person broke their back. This person, blah, 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 all of these injuries. Well, that's because you go into a CrossFit and it may be your first week, month, whatever, and you go to do a movement with a decent amount of weight and you're not moving properly. And the coach is like, yeah, whatever, just add some more weight on your bar. Well, that's a recipe for disaster. Right. So if you don't have a coach that's educated or really even a coach that's paying attention to your form, you need to have a coach that cares about what you're doing. So that's my take on the bad that you hear about CrossFit. And still people ask me about it, too. Oh, you had a CrossFit? Well, I've heard that people get hurt. Right. And that's pretty much my response. Um, what to expect when you walk into a CrossFit? Some people don't know what to expect. Some people have this idea of all of these crazy in-shape monsters throwing around hundreds of pounds. And some people think it's like just a circuit training of box jumps and kettlebell swings, right? So what I've also seen is each CrossFit, because it is an affiliation, you can affiliate with CrossFit and you can run Zumba, in your CrossFit if you want, right? As long as you're giving CrossFit their money every year, they don't care what you do. So every CrossFit is very different in how they program. So what I like to do was I tried to program for the general population. We saw that all of the people that were coming to us, they just wanted to get in better shape and they wanted to look better naked, <laughs> right? So we did a mix of everything. We did a lot of powerlifting. We did Olympic lifting. We did body weight movements. We did gymnastics. We did kettlebell. We did strongman endurance, right? So those are all of the things that I'm certified in. So I would each year pick two different things and go through those certifications. So I incorporated everything into our programming where, you know, you go to, I live right down the street from Apache CrossFit. They're very into Olympic lifting. So they're very biased to that which some females may not like, they may like, but that has a very different effect on what it does to your body versus something that is very well-rounded, right? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, you know, each each gym has the box or gym or, mm-hmm. or CrossFit has their personality. Yes. How much of it comes from CrossFit? Now, isn't it, you know, it, it, can't you get your workouts from CrossFit? Is that more or less, you know, how a lot of it works and they just kind of run it off of the the standard workouts of the day? Yeah. The WAD. Yeah, the WAD on (laughs) CrossFit.com. So what I've seen too, and do you follow the, do you look at it ever? Uh, Never, never. Yeah, no, I do not. So when we first started, we would do CrossFit.com workouts. And then, I mean, if you've watched the CrossFit games five years ago versus what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. It's like a totally different ball game, right? So more like it, I see it more as like an obstacle course now than it was than it was in the past. I can't watch that. I can't walk on my hands. So there's that, <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm looking at this and yeah, I'm like, like wow, all right, these guys are walking on their hands. Have they run out of stuff? Like crazy. It's almost like right. Ninja warrior stuff. Yeah. They put in right. Yep. Right. It, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Right? So, how do you, how do you feel about that? I mean, how has it changed? I guess let's take it through from there. If I watched it five years ago to now, how has it changed? 
Well, I think that it's changed in the way, I mean, people are just, the people that have been doing it since the beginning, of course, they're like crazy mutant strong now, right? (laughs) Because they started and they've continued for that long. Now, if somebody today is just hearing of CrossFit and they go on CrossFit.com, they're going to look at the workout and be like, what is that? What? I can't do that. Of course, there's progressions for everything. But if you watch the CrossFit game, same thing. You're seeing the obstacle courses and the just the weight that these women are throwing around. I mean, they're cleaning 285 and putting it over their head. It's insane. So, you know, the mindset of a newbie is going to be like, oh, my God, how could I ever get there? They're not aware of the scalability of it either. Um, so I think that it has changed in the way that it's it, it's like it was five years ago, but on like crazy amounts of steroids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh we'll goodness. get to that. <laughs> we're, steroids? We're, we're going to get to that. All right. Because I have some thoughts. Um, go, go ahead. No, I'm curious about where you were going with this. <laughs> no, I just, just that it's I, not natural. Is that what you mean? I don't think some of it is. No, no, I don't think that I don't people think that, are. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think that CrossFit gains from television coverage and that television coverage of the CrossFit games is based on how strong these mutant, yeah. these mutants are these days. And I, do, I think that I think that um, and this is, you know, from industry stuff and stuff that I've read, too, is that is that, you know, a lot of it's overlooked and that they do have mutants and they're not all natural. Um, you know, and that CrossFit is, you know, like my sport track and field has done mm-hmm. too, you know, benefits track and field and football and all these things to have the biggest, strongest, fastest yeah. athletes out there. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, great stories have come from the way that track and field is overlooked, uh, you know, testing. We just, I mean, and we just, we've talked with the, with the bodybuilding and whatnot yeah. at the ANBF and like the other shows that some shows are natural and mm-hmm. some shows clearly they oh, say are not natural. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. That's, that's and crazy. I think that's crazy. A whole category. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're allowed your, to do that here. It's do whatever illegal. you want. Cool, Let's see it. what you can do. <laughs> but I mean, but that goes back to like, could you imagine? I mean, I guess people there people are doing stuff anywhere. So right. I always say like, you know, what if they opened up like, you know, baseball or football and, and we're just like, Hey guys, you know what? Take whatever you want. Let's yeah. just, let's have everybody like juiced up on everything and mm. now play. So mm. now that we're equaling the, yeah. we're leveling the playing field here. Like right. what would happen? Like how hard, how far would you hit that baseball? Well, like out of the planet. <laughs> They're going to have a team for, of, of AIs come in and play yeah. the team that's mutant, you know, juiced up team. Is this and where it's we're going? Gonna, it's the Is this the future of yeah, fitness Yeah, I think now? so. I saw it oh on the God. Jetsons, I think. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't know. That, that's just just, just my take on it, and I think that you're probably, you know, maybe not in, you know, obviously not in your gym, but you know, just in the the universe of of CrossFit, I think that things, uh, you know, are getting a little bit crazy, mm-hmm. uh, and that doesn't make it so appealing for the newbie or the person walking in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I also, I mean, I have this conversation with my mom very frequently. You know, since. I have sold the gym and she's still there as a coach. You know, she's like just the whole community of CrossFit is very different as well. Whereas when we first started and you've been with the training room for a long time. I've been with the train. I've I've been working out with the training room for six years or so, uh, four, five years. And I've really only been working with them for about two. Okay. When we, so when we started, it was 2009 and there was maybe two other CrossFits kind of in the area. Um, We would go to CrossFit Montclair and we would have affiliate gatherings like once, once a month, Greg Glassman was at a couple of them, right? The founder of CrossFit. It was pretty amazing. So it was like all the OGs were there and the community that we had was, it was strong. It was amazing. We kept in touch. We helped each other. We shared ideas. Um, And it just seemed that as time went on and CrossFits opened in the area, it was like a competition. Right. There was no, the community was not a community. Mm -hmm. It was, oh God, you go there. Yeah. Yeah. It was like people wearing their colors too. Like, you know, you yeah, had your like, CrossFit yeah. shirt on and right. Dare. And the bandana. You, know, and you see them in the mall and, yeah, and you're, you're like, like shooting oh, people shit. the finger. It's like warriors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sharks and the Jets. And I think, that, I think that some of that also, like, by design made certain gyms 
ramp up their workouts, right? Yes. So like now, you know, we are this and this is how we do things and this is, you know, and, and it's like we're harder than they are, really. We just make it harder mm-hmm. because we're extreme. We're more extreme. Right. And, you know, that's somewhat leads to, you know, some of the, the injuries and, and things like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, as long as you're comfortable with yourself, you know, and you're secure in your in your own way of doing things and you can make it safe for people, you know, and people are seeing results and getting I'm what they stop want. stop right here. You know what I love? Okay, I'm just going to say this to everyone. We talk a lot about trainers and if you're going to hire a trainer for all of us, you know, everyone listening to this right now that, you know, talks about, all right, you know, I want a trainer. I want to get fit. I always say... If you don't know where to start, hiring a trainer is one of the best things to do. And I have this conversation at least a couple times a week with people. You know, I want to do this or this. I said, all right, what's your goal? I said, you know, listen, I'm not even, I'm not even, you know, soliciting, you know, I'm not even saying hire me. You need to find someone that, that can design something for you towards your goals that's safe. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I'm working with someone right now, like a half an hour a week. And literally I just work form, form. Yes. Form, coordination, and just functional movement. And literally, I'm like, you're not picking up weight. And I think that that's important because all the time, you know, whether you go to a CrossFit or whether you go to a boutique gym or you're hiring someone, that person better look at your damn form yeah. and say to yourself, all right, we're not squatting anything. You're not picking up that 55-pound bar if your knees are way in front of your toes and you're tucked under and you're, you're rounding your back and I'm, I'm going to say it right now, you, and even if you start with a trainer and they don't put you through a baseline, that's not the person for you. Or if they're drinking coffee and looking at their phone. (sighs) I'm going to get in so much trouble one day because I am constantly like, Oh, the trainer who like, they're just whatever they, they give everyone the same workout and no options. And the person who's 20 is doing the same thing as the person who's like 70. And you're like, mm-hmm. <gasps> see that a lot. Yep. I see it. I, I just can't. And I have to, you know, and, and literally I have to put my hands up and it's, it's hard. It's hard to stomach. And I, you know, I will even see people that maybe they came out of college and they have an exercise science degree and they do have the, the letters behind their name, but if you're not doing it right and you're not really assessing, we've talked about it before. It's not, it's, it's, um, it's like functional exercise or functional movement. What have we talked about? It's like exercise. Thanks, Brian. Jamie, look that up. <laughs> um, it's super important. And I think that the fact that you said that, and if someone goes into a CrossFit, if they're not doing exactly what you said, and I didn't know that I haven't heard that before from the CrossFits that I've you know been in and the people I've talked to. I've never heard that. Have you? That you have to pass a certain amount of like that, like she said, that she would put them through. No, I mean, it should be. It seems logical to me yeah. but right? it's that not. that would be the it, way. Yeah. It's here. Okay. I think you can. You know what? I, I haven't think been you in a whole lift. lot of CrossFit gyms. You know, I, I just really haven't. And it's and one of the reasons is because what this. I do is something similar to that, and it's not that. So I just don't. You know, I haven't been in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just happy to hear that. That's all. Um, that made me. And I mean, too, to speak to that, we we lost a handful of clients because <laughs> we would not let them go heavy because their form was not good for okay. you. So we would tell no, them, "You need to you. take the weight off the bar," and they would get pissed off. You know, ego. It sucks. That was one of our things. Check your ego at the door. You can't bring it in here because that's what's going to get you hurt. Hmm. I like that. You too. I like that. All right, Danielle. So let's talk now. You have now left CrossFit and something that you you love, you're successful at. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't really talked about exactly what you do. We talk a lot, you know, nutrition and, and whole food and things like that. But you actually do um, online kind of coaching with nutrition and people yes. talk about what that is because I definitely think people don't know um, what what this idea is and mm-hmm. I always say there's a different there's a different you know thing for everyone we don't all fit in a box what do you give what's your specialty so my specialty is flexible nutrition so what got me here was when I had the CrossFit when CrossFit first came about, they were very set on paleo, mm-hmm. right? Was the way to go. If you're not familiar with paleo, it's pretty much you're eating meats, fruits, vegetables, 
nuts and seeds, no legumes, a little bit of starch, no sugar, right? So you're cutting dairy, grains. You're eliminating a lot of things from your diet. Now, it's amazing to do just to kind of like clean up your diet, right? If you eat a lot of processed food, a lot of sugar, soda, breads, cookies, all that kind of stuff, it's good because it kind of gives you like a, a fresh start, right? Like a reset. But what I saw when people would go through this is it started that vicious cycle where they would be paleo Monday through Friday and then Saturday and Sunday they would binge drink, binge eat, right? All of the things that they couldn't eat during the week, they would do on the weekends. Now, some people didn't do that every weekend, but it would get to the point where they would just kind of snap, right? And then they would set themselves back. So going back to that whole looking better naked thing, right? They'd be like, I look really good. Okay, now I'm going to eat all these foods. Now I don't really look that good anymore. So it was like a yo-yo effect. Then there was zone diet. Then, I mean, think about all of the fad diets, you know, that have been or still are. Like keto is one of them. Yeah, no, absolutely. So with all of those things, you have to eliminate certain food groups or foods from your diet. And inevitably, it's going to lead to you binging on that food. Or when you introduce it back in for good, if you want to introduce it back in for good, you're going to gain weight back. So what I found with myself was if I don't eliminate anything (laughs) and I eat all the foods, but in moderation, then my results are continuous. They don't stop. I don't have that binge eating. I don't have that up and down. I don't have the, you know, um, that broken relationship with food where this food is really good and this food is really bad, but I love this bad food. And when I eat this bad food, I feel so bad about myself, which I mean, that, that <laughs> can relationship, you relate to that? Yeah. So with that being said, once I started doing that for myself, I just, I saw the results and I felt really good. And then I started incorporating that with my clients. I'm like, well, if this is working for me, it could definitely work for other people. So I started using that with my clients and, uh, I was doing just one-on-one coaching. Was it last, last year, the past two years, um, incorporating that with, uh, workouts as well online. So I was doing challenges, nutrition and workouts, and it was it was working. I liked it, um, but it was really the food. That's the food that gives you the results, right? How you look is eighty percent of what you eat. So whether you're doing Orange Theory or you're doing CrossFit or you're doing yoga or you're doing the Zumba, if you're eating like this and you're getting the results that you want from the food that you want, it really doesn't matter what type of workout you're doing. I just want you to move, right? Um, so that's pretty much what my nutrition is online. It's, it's flexible nutrition. You can eat any of the foods you get to lose fat without giving up any foods or drinks that you love. And, and so is that you just scale back on it? Are you asking them to, um, so, so anything goes basically as long as it's not in excess? Yeah. So good question. I left that part out. (laughs) What is it? So everybody has a specific amount of protein, carbs, and fat that they need for their body to get to, you know, wherever you want it to be. So Brian, for example, if you wanted to gain 10 pounds, right? I want to gain, I want to gain 10 pounds of muscle. Well, you need to eat for the body that you want that has that additional 10 pounds, right? So what is that going to be? What's that formula? So that's where I start. I'll start you with a baseline. And that all the things that come into play is, you know, of course, your goal, where you want to be, what your lifestyle is. How many times a week do you work out? What type of workout is it? Is it intense? Is it yoga? Is it right? So what type of work do you do? Are you sitting all day long? Are you active? Um, All of those things come into play to start your baseline numbers. And then we start you eating that way. And then we tweak as we go. So as your body changes, as you're either gaining more muscle or you're losing fat, your body needs, your caloric needs, your macronutrient needs are also going to change. So I think that's a really important thing too. I, I mean, you can Google 
flexible nutrition. Right. And you can probably find like 20 different calculators. And yeah. Yeah. That you could put your numbers into and each one will spit out totally different numbers. That's the thing. You know, we're dealing with different variables. We're dealing with different people Mm -hmm. using different variables. And, you know, I think a lot of it comes, you know, really gets the same result as long as we're, you know, just not flipping the scale of it. You know, I use like the 90-10, yeah. right? We're good 90% of the time and we eat well, right? Yes. My rule, my one rule is like eat really well, mm-hmm. you know? And, and what does that mean? Well, you know, what does it not mean? Right. You know, like how you doing with that? If you were going to classify this food as one thing or the other, is it well? Is it not well? Well, eat more of the well and you're mm-hmm. going to really, you know, you're going to kind of find what you need from it. Um, so does the, your does this program allow for... Uh, indulgences of 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 any kind yes um you know is it i hate the notion of a cheat day yes i hate Me it too. i don't like, use that word i hate that or word. even as a reward day or whatever yeah. you want to call it i can eat whatever i want in this hour well like, it's like yeah. you know i've done so i've done so well i've done i've done everything's great mm. like i've done everything that i can possibly do i'm really doing well with this i deserve bad I deserve a like, cheat day. Yeah, on Sunday, I do all it. the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how I feel. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. I did so well. I ran so much this week that I'm going to smoke three packs mm-hmm. of cigarettes on Sunday. That's yeah. like, I literally sense. related yeah. to that. Yeah. You it, did so well, and now you're going to eat all the preservatives on right. Sunday. Exactly. It's like you're punishing yourself. What? It's like the perfect. Well. It's like the perfect <laughs> self sabotage. Oh, exactly. Yes. Like yes. I'm not in prison, right? I'm not. Right. I'm not serving jail time for the way that I eat. I eat pretty well, and mm-hmm. and and I enjoy it, mm-hmm. and I like the way that I feel because I eat pretty well, and you know the rest of it that comes with it. Yeah. So, you know, how do you coach them with that? So one of the things that I have my clients do right off the bat is each day you have a treat of some kind. You treat yourself, right? So if you are having, well, for example, my jam is ice cream. I love ice cream. My husband is pizza. He has pizza probably like every other day, right? I have ice cream almost every night for dessert. So I plan that into my day. So I teach my clients how to do that. So my thing, like you were saying, you know, you're 90-10, So I try and get everyone to have the mindset of 80% of the foods that you're eating throughout the day are quality foods. 20% are fun foods. So if you're having that treat a day, then you don't have any reason to binge on that food, right? Or you don't need a whole cheat day because you're, you're not depriving yourself of anything. So I think that's super important and Number one, keeping your mind right to where you don't feel like you're deprived and you're still able to do the things. That's ninety that ten too, you know. That's my chocolate chips. I keep a bag of fr- of chocolate chips in my freezer. Mm. And We're all coming is, clean here, but right? this is one of my <laughs> dirty little is, secrets. <laughs> one of the things I tell people all the time, and again, I truly believe that you know, if you want results, you want goals, you need to have, you need to work with someone. And you know what? Yes. You pay for what you get. Yes. And it's it, and I wish you know I know that people don't have like Brian and I talk about you know. What's the problems? You don't have time. You don't have money. And you don't know where to start. Well, guess what? You can fix all those things. All of that stuff, you know, especially with online right now, not having the time, you can access it. You mm-hmm. schedule it into your calendar. And I tell people all the time, who the sweet tooth. I'm like, I put a bag of chocolate chips in my freezer. I've done it my entire life. My older sister does the same thing. I was just at her house in Chicago. Open up the freezer with <laughs> a bag of chocolate are. chips. And, you you know, you grab a handful or grab some. You could do that three times a day. Mm-hmm. And that's just a little bit of something that you may need. And then at the end of the day, you're like, okay, I really don't need that brownie or that because you kind of have been, I don't know, it's give yourself something that makes you happy. And I think that's really important. And I think it's important to work with people too, Mm -hmm. even if it's not forever, just get your mind set. Yes. You know, I love it. Love that. So, um, what I want to end with. So now Right now, you're still doing that. Mm-hmm. You're definitely, you've got your own lash business <laughs> as well. I do. Which will definitely, you know, put that up there as well to all your info that can, everyone, uh, all our listeners can. What's a lash business? <laughs> oh, Brian. You we know, should get yours. Lashing. I was born with these lashes. That, your eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the thing. It's like the thing now. It is. And I'm surrounded honestly, by lashes right now. I'm looking at that. All right, all right, all right. He's like, I now realize the beauty of lashes. The lash. <laughs> right. 
the windows to your soul. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Daniel's but I will it. tell you, my lash business is only two days a week now because the nutrition is blowing up. It's great. Which is amazing. And it's all online? It's all online. It's awesome. Yep. It is pretty much all through Facebook and email. Tell um, tell our listeners what it is, by the way. So your contact for that. It is called, the program is called Body by Design because you build your body by your design, by the foods that you eat. Right. The things you want to eat fit your lifestyle, your schedule. Um, so what we do is I've broken pretty much everything down into six steps that you need to master to become a macro ninja <laughs> to get mm-hmm. the body that you want. Um, everything is through a Facebook community that we have, which is amazing. There's amazing, amazing content in there. There's videos, there's PDFs, there's really just everything um, we do Facebook lives weekly. There's group coaching calls. There's one-on-one, uh, check-ins every Monday. We do pictures. We do, it's, it's just super cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. It's so much fun. You know, for me, I just feel blessed that I can work with all of these people and help them reach their goals with doing something that's simple. That's not stressful. That's enjoyable. That's, I mean, it's sustainable. I think is the biggest thing. Are they actually counting macros every day? Are they inputting? Are they putting something into a system? Yeah. So I use, um, or we use my fitness pal okay. to track. Right. And then for our weekly check-ins, I have a tracker tool <laughs> that tracks your sleep and there's self-evaluation keys on there, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I is can keeping get up with that a burden picture. at any point? In your um, opinion, I mean, obviously it works for, for my you. Clients? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's sometimes for somebody who's never done anything like that, or or had to, you know, stop and think and input and 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 do all that stuff. Is that because then it comes beyond more than eating? And I'm asking, right. you know, I you know, I, I use similar tools. I use my fitness pal too. Okay, um, you know, I just and and it's one of the things that I that I do see. You know, mm-hmm. I get a pile of leaflets you know like a you know torn out pages from a thing or you know something written on the back of a notepad mm-hmm. uh you know all right this is what i ate and then i didn't get a chance to <laughs> put it in you know how it is um is that something that your clients feel that that, that they're able to sustain as well that's something else to sustain i see i see a little bit of both so i've heard when people more so when people first start it can be a little overwhelming if you have not ever tracked your food because you're like, oh my, everything I eat, I have to put in this thing. Right. And you find yourself going into Wawa and you're like, oh my God, there's no label on that. Well, I don't (laughs) want to search for it. So I'm just not going to eat it. So within the, right. Within the first, I would say like month, month and a half, there are always a handful of people that are like, I could not ever do this forever. I just can't. And then a couple of weeks after that, when they start to see like some amazing results, they're like, this is amazing. I love this. Where's my fitness pal? I'm going to eat this today and I'm going to put this in there. So I really think that it depends on the person's mindset and really the results that you want, right? If you want to see your abs consistently year round, you need to track your food. Right. It's so important. Mm-hmm. I so aside from aside from this and and all of that going on, you're obviously you're coaching at some Orange Theory as well. Just super excited. Mm-hmm. I get to uh, I get to work with Danielle a little bit. Yes, it's fantastic, and I I love it. I think that you know good people are good people. You're out there to help you know improve the quality of people's lives, and mm-hmm. I think that's what this is about. So yes, we uh we thank you for that mindset because you know that's it. We saw the need in uh in the fitness industry and we saw the need with people who, you know, really don't either, they don't know where to start or, you know, we need some ideas about things to um, look into. And I think, you know what, I think this is great because you gave people some great ideas about if you do go into a CrossFit that here's the things you should be looking for. Here's what you should be looking for as a trainer. And if you do want some coaching online, I think these are great kind of tools that, you know, yes, you should invest in yourself, but guess what? that person should be, you should be having calls or there should be some support. And, you know, again, a lot of the diets out there, you call them fads and that's exactly what they are. If Mm -hmm. you're going to deprive yourself, you're going to have a bad relationship with food. And Mm -hmm. it's literally all of these programs to me 
are just disordered eating. I'm sorry. I'm going to call a spade yeah. a spade. I That's totally what it is. Agree with you. They're eating disorders. Yep. And I've so, done them all. <laughs> it's uh, well that yeah and that's the thing and you know you like you said that pendulum will swing way far in one direction and it's coming right back in the other way and it's gonna you know you just hit you in the face it, yeah, it's yeah. Gonna smack or you somewhere worse <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. well danielle tell everyone right now where everyone can find you your social media facebook um how, how can they get a hold of you media queen yes go yes <laughs> So Danielle Green, and my last name is Green, like the color with an E on the end, as in Mexico. Greeny, Daniela Greeny. <laughs> um, and then my Instagram is Danielle Green 1203. Those are the best and fastest ways that you can get in touch with me. Awesome. All right. So we thank you so much for coming in, Danielle. Thank fun, you Danielle. for having thank me. You very it was much. a blast. Thanks for coming into Absolute the studio. Pleasure. So Love the in studio guest, Brian. The great. Yeah, no, it's, it's always it. good. It's way cooler Energy. to see you instead yeah. of talk to you on the phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Skyping, you know. Mm-hmm. But all right. So with that said, everyone, that's amazing. My name is Christine Conti, and I'm Brian Prendergast, and we are two fit crazies <laughs> and the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace. <laughs>